And now, would you take out your Bibles? Turn with me to Psalm 44, page 453 in the Bibles you have in front of you, Psalm 44. On this Celebration Sunday, we're going to look at the first eight verses of Psalm 44. And instead of, instead of taking these verses and dissecting them and giving you blanks to fill in and an outline, there's no outline this morning, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to look at what the psalmist is doing in these verses, and then we're going to follow his lead. We're going to do what he does. So I want you to listen, first of all, to verses 1 through 8 of Psalm 44. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. With your hand, you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the people and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God, who decrees victories for Jacob. Through you, we push back our enemies. Through your name, we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory. But you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God, we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. That's as far as we're going to read this morning. I hope that those of you who were here last Sunday, I hope that verses 1 through 3 reminded you of what we talked about together last week. Because, because these verses remind us of how we, how we talked about our task to remember and tell. How all of us, and especially those of us in the older generations, must remember and tell how God has moved, how God has worked through our lives and through our times. Because we all have God's stories that we need to remember and tell, otherwise those stories will be forgotten. And sometimes God will be forgotten if we don't remember and tell. And, and the first verse that we just read here makes it clear that this psalmist is one of those next generation who have heard the amazing stories of what God had done in past generations. He heard the stories from his, his parents. He heard the stories of his grandparents, maybe even sat at the feet of his great-grandparents and listened to them tell the stories of what God had done. Right, Verse 1, we have heard with our ears, O God, our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. And so in verses 2 and 3, he summarizes all those stories. What these verses are, the first three verses, are a celebration of all that God has done in the past. Right? Behind these two verses are, are all the stories of, of God delivering them from slavery in Egypt all the way to settling them in the promised land. Right? Behind these verses is, is the story of, of liberation through the ten plagues. Is the story of the Red Sea parting and the nation of Israel walking through on dry ground and then the water crashing back down again on the Egyptian army that was chasing them. Behind these verses is the story of, 
of water flowing from the rock when they were thirsty, of manna and quail raining down from heaven when they were hungry, of their clothes not wearing out for 40 years that they wandered in the desert. Behind those two verses is the story of the Jordan River stopping its flow at peak of flood season so that the whole nation of Israel can walk into the promised land, an invitation from God to come into the land. Behind those verses are stories of victory after victory after victory, of the walls of Jericho coming, crashing down. It's a story of a nation of Israel going from no nation to being a powerful, established nation. He is remembering all of these stories that he has heard. He's remembering and telling it again so that the next generation will all hear of God's power and goodness. He's celebrating all of those things God has done in the past so they won't be forgotten. And then comes verses 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And he makes a significant shift. I don't know if you caught it or not. At first, he changes pronouns. Right, verses 1 through 3 are all about they and them, what God did for our ancestors, for them. Also in verses 4 through 8, he's talking about we and us and me and my. And, and then verses 1 through 3 are all in the past tense. That's what God did a long time ago. And now you get to verses 4 through 8, and it's all in the present tense. This is right now. He shifts from celebrating all of the good things that God has done in the past to celebrating all the good things that God is doing right now. Right? God was their king back then, and he's also their king right now. God was defender and provider back then for them, and he's also defender and provider for me right now. God's power and love did great things for them back then, and God's power and love is doing great things for us right now. That was them back then. This is us. This is now. I think it's so important for what he teaches us here. It's so important for us, first of all, to remember what God has done in the past, but it's just as vital to look at what God is doing right now right here. And that's the invitation that we're going to take up for a few moments together this morning. It's our turn to see and celebrate what God has done and what God is now doing. And I think, I think we don't do that often enough. It's easy to, to zip through the busyness of life and not pay attention to all that God is doing. And it's also, it's also really easy to get caught up in the negatives. It's so much more fun to complain than to compliment, isn't it? It's so much easier to point out where we think God has failed us than to continually pay attention to where he's been faithful to us. It's so much easier to assume the worst rather than to celebrate the best. As pastor here at Ivernest Church, I can hear discouragement when it comes. I've heard discouragement here at Ivernest. I've heard it over our finances. I've heard it over our size. I've heard it over style. I've heard it over staff. Especially as Lois prayed as we're anticipating my leaving Ivernest at the end of the summer. I've heard people wondering, what's going to happen here? 
without a senior pastor, anticipating the worst, assuming the worst. And when we do that, we miss the best that God is already doing and the best that he's promised that he will continue to do. And so this morning, I just want all of us here to to see maybe through my eyes what I get to see here at Ivanrest Church as pastor. Because it's so easy to miss a lot of what God is doing here if you're not here in this building or in the middle of the community all week long, right? If, if you aren't in some of the conversations and some of the meetings that I get to be in, if Sunday morning is all that you see, then you miss seeing a lot of what God is doing and celebrating it. So, so I sat down this past week and just, I made a list. Lois, I did not make a list of all the volunteers. So if all of you are looking for a list of volunteers, you're not going to get it this morning. I apologize. But thank you to all of you who volunteer. But I did make a list of things, of moments that came to mind that we need to celebrate, that I've seen over the last year, that we need to celebrate together of what God is doing here at Ivanrest Church. And so I'm going to just share those with you. And I realize, I need to make this caveat, I realize we're not perfect. I realize there's a lot of growth that we have to do. I'm not perfect. I have my flaws. We have our flaws together. But this morning, we're not going to let those faults and those flaws blind us to the good things God has done over this past year, with you, in you, and often through you. Things like Tuesday mornings. One of my favorite mornings here at Ivan Rest Church, because on Tuesday mornings is when we host Music in Motion. And in this room are about 40 preschoolers who come bringing along their mom or dad or grandpa or grandma. And I, can, I meet them at the door and give them all high fives as they come in. It's my favorite morning of the week. Over half of those kids are not Ivan Rest children. And, and then those 40 kids and, and their significant adults with them often stick around afterwards for another hour or so, building community, building relationships. And it's such a joy to see the life and the ministry going on here with those kids on Tuesday mornings. I saw over the last year Ivan Rest Church welcoming not just that community, but welcoming the community around us in so many ways. I saw it at the January series. For the first year, we were host site for the January series this year. And so many of you went above and beyond to make sure that we were a welcoming community for the people who came. You, you baked goods. You, brought co- you served coffee. You, you welcomed people with a smile and a warm welcome. And then you continued that warm welcome on Sunday mornings. Our hospitality team has stepped up in a big way this year. You were complimented. I remember over the past year, I had a visitor stop me. He entered, he entered the church from the West Wing, and we were worshiping in the sanctuary. He caught me after the service. He said, I couldn't believe it. I walked in here. I was greeted by, by five people before I could make it even to the, to the worship center. That's great. That warm welcome, what a gift. Thank you for giving that gift to people. I realize we miss some people, and maybe you're thinking, I didn't get greeted five times when I came. Sorry. We do miss some people, but sometimes we get it right, and God uses those welcomes, that hospitality to say, you are welcome in this community. Thank you. I see, I see new members and new families choosing to make Ivan Rest Church their church home. 
Over the past year, we have welcomed 14 families, 45 individuals to the Ivan Rest family. Many of you are here this morning. You're part of those 14 families. We're glad you're here to help us learn, to help us grow as we worship and serve together. And if you want to get to know them, if you think, I didn't realize that. If you want to get to know who they are, in your boxes today is our, is our celebration newsletter. Their names are listed in the back. This fall, hopefully, we'll have a picture directory. You can put a face with the name, but you don't have to wait till fall. After the service, just find somebody you don't recognize. Go introduce yourself. Even if it's not one of the 45, you'll still make a new friend, right? When I look around, when I look around at Ivanrest, I see a church that is passionate about the kingdom of God and who shows it by the way that they support their missionaries. Because of how well Ivan Rest Church supports their missionaries, back this past winter, Andy Sherwood and I were invited by Resonate Global Mission to spend a day with them and a number of other pastors and leaders thinking through missionary support at this day-long conference. While we were there, I remember two comments that struck me. One person said this. She said, Ivan Rest really should just write a book because they know how to care for their missionaries. The other comment I heard was from a missionary who said, you know, other missionaries, they look at me when they find out I'm supported by Ivanrest, and they're jealous at the way that I get cared for and supported. To, to see how we love and care for the kingdom of God that goes beyond these walls is a good thing that God is doing in us and through us. I'm always, I'm always stunned at what God is doing when I sit out here on a Sunday morning and I look up at the worship team and I see young people. I see young people singing, playing piano, playing drums, playing the guitar. And then I, I see, I look at the youth ministry and I see adults that are caring, volunteering to care for and mentor a group of students. And they commit to doing that maybe through both years of their middle school time, or maybe for four years through their high school time, they go right up along with them. There's even adults here who volunteer to do both middle school and high school, and they track with these kids for six years straight, caring for them, loving them, teaching them, mentoring them. To see those generations caring for each other, making room for each other, accepting each other, hopefully loving each other, is the church that God designed it to be. That's a gift I think we often take for granted here. I'm so grateful for that. In just a few minutes, we're going to install new elders and deacons who will lead Ivan Rust Church and provide spir spiritual care for all of us. I was so impressed. This came to my mind as I was thinking this week. I was so impressed as I thought back over last year. I can remember the moment when, when I found out about an urgent need that one of you in the congregation had. And so I, I knew that I needed to reach out to, to your elder and let that elder know that there's this need in their, in their care community and can they reach out and make a contact and provide care. And so I, I called up this elder and I shared with him and, and he said, yeah, I already know that. I already talked to them. We got a plan in place already. It's happening before, I'm the last to know. That's okay, that's okay. 
It means, my, means God is using you as elders and deacons to care for people well. And that's a beautiful thing. I see a church. I see a church that is eager to learn. A number of you come to adult eye study between the services. And uh, maybe you remember this moment. We had a speaker uh, early spring, I think it was, who got up in front to speak to us. And um, maybe you remember him saying, I'm so impressed with how many of you are here. I think there were about 70 or 80 of us in the room. He said, if I was speaking at my own home church, I'd have maybe a quarter or a third to come hear me speak. I'm so glad that, that God has created in this community an, a desire to learn, an eagerness to learn, even as adults, especially as adults. It's in the kids. Parents, thank you. Thank you for bringing your kids to learn. The elders have noticed that you're committed to bringing your children to iClub, to the educational time. This year we chose, I saw, I saw us think through our curriculum and we chose a curriculum that, that regrounds our kids in the gospel story and in the gospel message. And you as parents responded by committing to bring your children to learn about Jesus. There's a high, high percentage of you of kids who are there almost every week. Thank you. Thank you, God, for creating a community that desires to learn. And with the youngest children in our community, I've seen many of you invest in them deeply. Maybe you remember two years ago, we shifted our, our volunteer uh, scheduling to a, to a new format for preschool volunteers especially. We called it Ministry Greater Than Task. And we asked you, we asked you to make a commitment. We asked you to sign up to, to a longer-term commitment to a specific class and to a specific set of children so that hopefully you get to know them, they get to know you, and, and a relationship would grow between the volunteers and the children. And we know that transition was difficult for many of you, and some of you just couldn't commit to that level. That's okay. But now, two years later, after we made that transition, for those of you who did, you need to know that I'm hearing stories about children who are, who are loving going to the nursery and they're loving the people who are caring for them because they see those same people again and again. And I just heard another story this past week of a volunteer who said, I just love those kids that I've gotten to know and I've gotten to be with for two years straight. Those relationships are growing. That's community. I'm so thankful that God is creating within us a sense of community and love for each other that goes beyond just our own selves, our own family, our own children, but to the children of the family of God. On the other side of the scale, I see in our church family, our senior citizens enjoying, loving the outings that Pastor Jay plans for them. And at the same time, I'm so impressed with so many of you retirees who have refused to retire from ministry. Right? Some of you I see here every Wednesday morning serving on the counting team. Some of you are here on Sunday mornings at the hospitality team. Some of you, some of you are still leading Bible studies and you're sharing the wisdom you've garnered over years with others who are learning from you. Some of you retirees are unretiring for Family Promise Week and you come and you serve the homeless when, when, we, when we host them here. And some of you probably won't tell you who you are. Some of you secretly slip us money to fund a young person's trip to camp or to their mission trip 
behind the scenes. Thank you. Speaking of giving, I see a church family that certainly knows how to be generous. I believe that for the 18 years that I've been here, I think I can confidently say, I haven't looked up the numbers, but we balance the budget every year for 18 years because of generous giving through you. And those were some years when the economy was tough and many other churches were struggling and God blessed Ivan Rest Church through you. And that giving is on top of all the generous support that, that we give for Christian education and that we give for outreach and missions. God has blessed us through faithful, generous giving so much that this year we were able to pay off this West Wing debt, this mortgage early. And, and then when leadership set a very conservative threshold for beginning the refresh campaign, which has moved us back here, they, they demanded that we have over half, almost half the cash in hand and 100% pledged. A lot of you stepped up and here we are. It's happening. Those are obvious evidences of the generosity that God has instilled in this church family. And on top of that, whenever there's a benevolent need that rises up, we ask you and you step up and you give. God is so good to us. And finally, as I reflected on the ways that God is working and blessing Ivan Rest Church, I realized that every day, I get to come to work here and be a part of a staff that is filled with extremely gifted individuals who love God and who love this church. It's a joy to be a part of a staff who are eager to serve together and learn together and grow together and I'll admit, have a good time together doing it. And every month, I'm not sure every pastor gets to say that this is a blessing. Every month I get to meet with church leaders, council meetings, elders meetings, deacons meetings, and we share that same love for Ivanrest Church and for you, the people of Ivanrest Church. They lead with passion and they lead with compassion. They have hard conversations and they do it most often with gentleness and respect for each other. They learn to love God's people the best that they can. And in the end, they pray that God has been honored and Ivan Rest has been blessed by their service. It's servant leadership as God designed it to be. And it's a joy for me as a pastor to see you leading that way. And the list could go on. Now, I've been reminded over and over again this past year of all the reasons that we have to celebrate here at Ivan Rest Church. And I know my list is far from complete, so I'm sorry if I miss your ministry. But before, but before pride creeps in here this morning, because it sure seems like we're, we're bragging a lot, right? Before pride creeps into our hearts and minds, we need to go back to verse 8. We need to be grounded in verse 8. That says, in God we make our boast all day long. We will praise your name forever. In God, we make our boast. We all need to remember together what we're celebrating here. We are celebrating the good things that God has done in the past and the good things God is doing right now. 
right? For 55 years, God has been faithful to Ivan Rest Church. And so this morning, on Celebration Sunday 2019, we're celebrating him. He gets all the credit. He gets all the glory. We're celebrating what God has done, what God is doing, and what we know and trust he will continue to do right here with us, in us, and through us as Ivan Rest Church. In God, we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. To God be all the glory.